Hi, my name is Tony Bennett and it is my privilege to direct and narrate this episode of the Tough Love and Second Chances podcast. Losing sight in one eye to a genetic condition is bad enough, but when the same disease strikes in the other eye, some 17 years later, well, that's a whole different story. Barry McCluskey is registered blind, yet since losing his sight in both eyes, he has improved his golf due to better focus more focus on practicing the right way and developing an appreciation for the game of golf and what it has to offer has made all the difference. Please enjoy the story of Barry McCluskey. Barry McCluskey talks to us from his garage turned gym at the family home. He's surrounded by Celtic football memorabilia And at one point in our conversation, he says with some feeling, your eyes are precious. The memorabilia is about his father, George, a well-known player in Scotland in the 1970s. In the year 2000, son Barry, aged then just 18, lost a sight in his left eye, which dashed his own footballing dreams. In 2017, unexpectedly, Barry then lost a sight in his right eye through the same condition, keratoconus. Today, registered blind, he has to cope with all the barriers, uncertainty and isolation this entails. The family love of golf helped him through the first blow as a young man. That he is still thriving as a golfer today with his sight loss and that he has actually improved as a golfer shows us a little about what the sport can offer but demonstrates even more the fortitude, patience and courage of Barry McCluskey. It was the impaired vision in the left eye that meant Barry could no longer dream of following his father George into professional football. The Celtic mementos behind him are cherished because Dad played 145 times as a forward for Celtic over nearly a decade from the 1970s, scoring 54 goals in front of some of the world's most passionate fans, including scoring the winner in extra time in the 1980 Scottish Cup final against Celtic's arch Glasgow rivals, Rangers no less. George also played 73 times south of the border for Leeds United and for other noteworthy Scottish clubs. A couple of professional clubs were also interested in young Barry, but when studying for a health and fitness qualification at college, he started to struggle to see the blackboard at the front of the class. But he wasn't too worried at first. I thought I was just going for an eye test and um, what happened was I go in and get my eye test and then the the, the opticians um, sends me straight to the hospital <laughs> like like it was just like no no there's more here you need to go straight to the hospital and then before i know it, i've got doctors all around about me looking at my eyes you know at first they thought i had a detached ret- retina but then when the doctors done the the test they discovered it was um it was keratoconus that i had and it was at a very advanced stage so they hadn't caught it early enough Barry needed a corneograph, but vision in the eye would be very blurred. Keratoconus is a disorder of the eye that causes progressive thinning of the cornea, which can result in blurred or double vision, nearsightedness, irregular astigmatism and light sensitivity. But with the diagnosis, Barry's world crashed around him, his progress at college halted and his football ambitions destroyed. I was scared, I was terrified to be honest, um, I was only like just uh, just turned 18 and you know, you think you've got your full world, uh, your full life ahead of you and 
you're you know you're 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 making plans to do that with what you know with your career and stuff and all of a sudden you know your health kind of takes it takes a priority over you know everything else and you you, you get frightened and um, there's no doubt about it you i was terrified staff at the central college of commerce where he was studying for a hnc a uk higher education certificate were very understanding giving him a year off from his studies and allowing him to complete the qualification in three years rather than two, which Barry did. Whilst not heading into the health and fitness industry, aspects of his learning and certainly his life experiences helped him when he took a job with South Lanarkshire Council in children's play and youth work, supporting and encouraging youngsters with behavioural issues, and then with Glasgow City Council, first helping to head up a busy children's centre in the city, and then on to youth support work in schools for disadvantaged young people across Glasgow. Barry may well have been doing the same role today, but one day in October 2017 he woke up and things weren't quite right with his eyes. He could hardly see at all. He went straight to the hospital and they discovered that he'd developed keratoconus in his right eye. He now faced a dramatic sight loss in both of his eyes. It was a devastating blow. I got a major fright, Tony, because I actually thought it was my, my bad eye had went. I thought it was my, my graft that had went. Um, and I was thinking, oh no, I'm going to have to go through another graft again, or you know, or worse, I'm going to lose that eye, and I'm going to only have one eye. And, um, and then when they told me it was my right eye, that, that, that you know that kind of made me worse because I'm like, oh no, that's my good eye. So what am I going to do now? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was pretty scary. Um, it was pretty scary, and I was you know I was I, I was terrified to be honest. Um, you know because. Your eyes are precious. Um, I don't care what anybody says, your eyes are precious. Barry could no longer see well enough to control a class of kids safely, and so he now works behind the desk for Glasgow City Council. His job restrictions are only part of the story. He describes his sight loss as being stuck. The additional loss of sight in his right eye has been life-changing, perhaps most clearly felt with a loss of true independence, relying, fortunately, on some great close friends and family to get him around and keep him safe. I mean, but I mean, I, I, I'm stuck. You know, I I can very rarely, especially the winter months, I can very rarely leave the house without somebody um, with me. Um, you know, and from being an independent guy to having to rely on somebody to you know to get you about is is a, is a massive change. So today, in his gym at home, Barry can still see the splashes of green that denote the hoops and colour of Celtic's playing jerseys and banners, but the detail cannot be seen. Nor even can be seen the faces of his loved ones and his family who come to chat. Um, I can see colours. Um, so if I was sitting um, looking at you, Tony, um, and you were five feet away from me, um, I would be able to see that you were there, but I would not be able to make out any of your facial features or tell you what you looked like or your, your you know, your eye colour or your hair colour or if you had any spots in your face or anything right. like that. Um, I couldn't tell you anything like that. Um, so basically I can see shadows and I can see colours, um, but that's about it. I oh, would okay. not know who it was. if it. If it was my mother who was sitting five feet away, I wouldn't be able to tell you it was her. Unless she opened her mouth and spoke, right. um, 
then I would be able to tell by our voice. As Barry says, our sight, though most of us take it for granted, is precious. With golf, there are similar difficulties in terms of detail, but to an extent, golf's colours do save the day. Yeah, so it would be very, very bloody. Um, I would see the white against the green. It would yeah. be very, very bl bloody, but I would not be able to tell how far away it is from me or how far, you know, right. I wouldn't be able to tell you where I could where I could ground the club that would be close to it without hitting it first. Barry is therefore no longer an independent golfer, but he's still a golfer, loving the game with a bunch of close friends and relishing the more competitive side of the game as a real focus in his life today. Something to work towards and to look forward to. Amazingly too, he'll tell you that he's an improving golfer. To cope with his sight loss, it appears the twin outlets that have helped him most have been the golf, and his regime of physical fitness, which in turn helps his golf. Another trait he shares with Dad George, who is the striker coach for Celtic's reserve team today and still trains every single day. As is the case with many footballers, George would train hard in the morning and when a player, he would then sometimes head off in the afternoon with friends to a local golf course, of which they were blessed with a great many in their area of Scotland. As soon as he was old enough, Barry would join him whenever he could. From an early age, um, I, around about the age of 13, 14 years of age, um, my dad would take me to the golf course on a regular basis and um, I just picked up you know, the love of golf from that. And um, I've always played golf, um, you know, kind of club golf, um, playing medals on a Saturday and stuff like that. Um, but um, I never ever thought that I would play at the you know competitive the, the, the competitive golf that I'm playing at the minute um, through you know the IBGA and with Ed, Edgar coming on board now and all that I, I'm so looking forward to you know picking up some of the tournaments that Edgar have as well. Even when he lost his sight in his left eye Barry could still enjoy golf as his right eye would help him right through the address the swing and then seeing the start of the flight. This may have changed for him since 2017, but amazingly, he has been getting better. For a few reasons, he believes. It's actually pretty funny um, because my golf handicap has got better since I've lost my sight. It, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, to be honest. Um, I was playing off of 18 when I had sight, and I now play off um, 14 but I have been as low as 11. I, I put it down to playing in tournaments, Tony, um, and playing more competitively. And for me, I take it a lot se more serious now, um, and I practice a lot more. Right. Whereas before, I would only, you know, I would lift the clubs, go down play with my dad, or, you know, go down play with my mates, and, you know, it would just be, you know, a around a golf, um, you know, just as a you know, it, would, it, it wouldn't be anything too, you know, competitive. And I think I get that competitive streak from my dad, you know, yep. and, and now that I know that I'm going to be playing in tournaments, um, I I practice a lot more, you know, I, 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 I pay attention to my game and, you know, I, I, I do a lot of things where I, I have a coach now, I have, you know, I have a PGA coach. I, um, I've actually been working with a guy a guy called Stuart um, who does golf mindset right. so he 
he has been I've been working with him for the last year as well and he's been you know helping me with the mental side of the game and stuff like that so all these wee things where I've been practicing harder and you know and taking it a wee bit more serious I think that's what's had the biggest effect on my handicap you know Another reason for Barry's focus is that now he has to have a guide with him on the course, a friend or his father. His regular guide is family friend Jerry Green and Barry is loath to have Jerry wasting his time if he plays poorly. He must play well for the guide. I'd probably do things a wee bit different from other blind golfers because I will lift my clubs and get my dad to drop me off at the driving range um, and I'll go and it probably isn't the best way to do it, but I'll go and hit balls even though I can't see them. Um, you know, but I, it, for me, and the, the way I look at it is, it is that it's keeping my swing going um, and, and keeping me, you know, keeping me moving um, with my swing and stuff like that, even though I don't see where the ball goes. Um, but in the last, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to look at ways that I can practice more or practice better now um, because I am going to um, I've been looking into getting like the launch monitors and stuff where I can take a you know an iPad and a launch monitor and go to the driving range and hit some balls and I can see where it's you know I can check the iPad and see where it's you know you know how I'm hitting the ball and stuff like that. New technology is also a valued friend for Barry out on the course. And I'm on the golf course um, you know, I have to, I have to rely on um, my rangefinder watch. Um, so I have a talking kind of rangefinder watch where I press a button and it tells me how far it is to the, the hole and stuff like that. So, you know, there's a bit of preparation that I have to go into because I need to make sure that's charged and, you know, yeah. I need to, um, and then I need someone to tell me, right, it's, I'll say to them, right, it's, it's 150 yards to the green. Is there anything in front of it? And they'll say, there's trees on the right or there's water on the left. Don't be short because there's a bunker at the front or, you know, or, or the pins at the back of the green give it a wee bit more. Or, you know, all this information that, that I have to be to be given because obviously I, I can't see it. Not surprisingly, Barry talks about the importance of feel through impact with the ball. Yeah, yeah my, my feel is normally pretty accurate. Um, I can normally tell right away as soon as I've struck the ball if I've, if, if I've hit it right. Um, and what my guide is very good at, um, because he knew, knows that I played sighted golf and he knows I'm quite... I'm, 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 I'm the sort of person I like to know what's happening, Tony. Yep. Yep. Um, so as soon as I strike it, he, he will start talking me through the shot. Right. So he'll start saying, that's online, it's drawn, it's drawn, it's drawn. Yep, it's on the green. Or, or good shot, it's right in the middle of the fairway. Or he'll yep. say, oh, oh, that's going a wee bit right. Oh, yep. we're OK. It's, it's, in the, it's in the rough, but we're OK. You know, he'll give me that information. But nine times out of ten, as soon as I strike the ball, I, I'll know if I've, I've connected or not. Um, I'll know if I've connected properly, um, you know. Uh, I can tell with the feel right away. Barry says that, as is the case with most visually impaired people, it's the short pitches and chip shots around the green where he can really struggle. It's the, see the wee touchy-feely shots round about greens? That's where where I kind of struggle the most, you know. Um, the wee kind of 40 yards, 50 yards, 
um, up and downs and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Getting better at them, getting better at them. Um, but uh, that's kind of where I struggle the most with the wee touchy feely shots. Barry enjoys talking about the feel and the awareness in his game, and he next takes us through the challenge of putting on the greens. My guide will take me to my ball, so I'll, I'll go down and mark my ball. Mm-hmm. Um, my guide will stand at the at the marker, and what I'll do is I will walk to the to the flag, and then I pace it out. So say it's ten paces away. So I have developed over the last year um, with my swing, um, with my, my putter swing. Um, I have developed, um, you know, that I know how hard to hit the ball by the amount of paces that it is away from the hole. Um, and what will happen then is, um, while I'm pacing it out, my guide will kind of get the read on it. So he will place the ball down um, with the read on it um, and then he'll, he'll set me up and, he, and then the very last thing he'll do is right, it's 10 paces but this one's slightly downhill so you only want to hit it 8 mm-hmm. or it's uphill so you want to hit it, you know, you want to hit it 12 um, mm-hmm. and that's that's you know, it's just a, it's just a method that we've developed over the over with working together um, that works for us, you know Barry says that from walking on the green and the feeling under his feet, he has an awareness of the green's undulations and even the slight burrows towards the hole. He tells us he has a different appreciation of golf today. Barry is delighted that the sport has become more diverse with more women joining the game and more juniors. The prices of second-hand equipment and more competitive pricing for players means it's even better for all. Rags to riches can play. Barry does believe that golfers with a disability who are improving and winning tournaments deserve more recognition for their often monumental efforts. I think if people came along and seen visually impaired people playing golf at one of the, you know, the British Open or, you know, one of our big tournaments or even disability golf, if they came along, they would be very surprised at how good the standard is um, for people who have disability. The advice he gives to others who live with a disability, a condition or injury is heartfelt and has a great weight because Barry is a living embodiment of this advice. Probably the best the best advice I would give to anyone who was losing their sight is um, this, this doesn't mean that your life stops. Continue with what you want to do, continue with your goals, continue with you know, with, with your ambitions, um, because just because you're visually impaired, or for instance, any disability, just because you have a disability doesn't mean you can't do it. Um, you know, and you know, follow your goals, follow, make sure, follow your dreams, make sure that you, you know, whatever you've got your mindset on that you want to do with your life, follow that. Um, because you've got a disability doesn't mean that you can't do that. I would, you know, that would be the advice that I would give to anybody. Life gets in the way of things and Barry McCluskey didn't get to add to George's football memorabilia at their home. But Barry has been given a chance through golf to reach another side of his potential on the sports field after all. Despite being registered blind, he is improving. He's bearing his competitive teeth and it may not be much longer before he's adding some crystal or silver to the family cabinet.
such a trophy will be much deserved for being so hard won. My sincere thanks go to our writer Ben Evans. For more information about Edgar, please visit edgargolf.com and please stay tuned for the next episode of the Tough Love and Second Chances podcast.